0: Welcome to the Digital Hive podcast where we talk about all things digital marketing from websites to social media to email marketing and all of the advertising channels. I'm your host Emma Peacock. In this week's episode I'm talking you through how to tell if there is ad competition for your preferred search queries, how to come up with more keywords and how to determine top page bids plus what to do with all this info once you have it all in your hands. If you're listening right now on your phone and you're sharing about listening along on your Instagram stories, make sure you tag us at Honeypot Digital so we can say thanks and give you a share. To tell what your competition is, first you need to set up a Google Ads account, which is free. You don't have to set up the actual ads to get it going, but this is a free tool you can access through the ad account only. You'll still use this account to run your ads later on. This planning tool you'll use plugs into your ads, so if these are keywords you currently use, it will give you extra insights. Once you're in Google AdWords, go to Tools and Settings, which is the spanner on the top right-hand side. Then under Planning, choose the Keyword Planner. Choose Discover New Keywords from your options and add in 10 search terms you know your ideal person would search for. These can be pretty general, it just helps Google identify who your people are and what else they might search for. If you like, you can put in your website URL and Google will pull keywords from your pre-existing content. Choose to include or exclude brand names and results, it's usually best to exclude them. Then press get results. You can either export the data and manipulate it in an Excel spreadsheet or just work with it in Google Adwords. For each keyword you can see if there's high, medium, low or unknown competition for that keyword. Unknown means so low they don't know or the search term just isn't used so Google hasn't decided yet. It also tells you the monthly search volume for the location you specified. So if there is a high competition on a lesser searched keyword, that shouldn't be one you should use. The spreadsheet will also tell you the last 12 months search numbers by month. So you can see if there is a seasonality to the searches or if terms are becoming more popular over time. If they are seasonal, is now the right time to be using this keyword or is this something you should plan ahead to use in another season? Many of the keywords the system spits out won't be much use to you. Sort them to at least remove terms which will give you less than 10 monthly searches. Then go through what's left and delete all the keywords that just don't make sense for your customer base. And be harsh, there's no need to optimise your site and run ads for keywords and search queries that aren't exactly right for your precise customer. This is the part that's going to take a lot of time and dedication as it might give you a thousand options or more. Once you refine your list, try to figure out which ones you use on your website and which you don't, and make a list of ones to add to your content and possible new content to create. We're talking new content here, not new products or services that don't make sense for you. We're not using this to change your business, just your content to better suit ads and show up in front of your existing target audience. The top page bid column tells you what the number one rank price is on average. This might be quite high or reasonable depending on the search and competition as well as how your competitors choose to run their own ads and how your budget operates. This number can lead you in choosing your own bid if you are adjusting your cost per click allowance to allow for slightly higher than this bid. Only do this if that price still allows for you to make a profit once your ad is clicked by enough people to get a conversion for your average. So there's a lot of numbers that you'll need to crunch there to make sure that once you're getting one person to click through, although that person might convert into a sale, your average might be that you need to get 10 clicks to get one sale or a thousand clicks to get one sale. There's no sense in running ads to just break even or not make a profit. You're better off making less sales in that case, unless there's a specific reason as to why you would want to get people over the line in a breaking even situation for future sales. You can start this off by upping your bid on a couple of keywords and seeing what happens. Your bid is just one piece of the puzzle, so if search is low to none, you still won't show up. Same as if your quality score is low or your actual ad won't get clicked if it just doesn't hit the mark. So you'll need to work on each part separately and see what starts to help you to get not just clicks, but clicks from the right people who make a purchase or inquiry and convert. If you're wondering what a quality score is, What happens is once uh, Google gets a few clicks from that keyword, it'll start to tell whether the page that you're referring people to, the landing page, is of a high quality for that keyword. To get the right clicks from the right people, this might involve adding some targeting restrictions on top of your search terms, like that the person needs to also own their home. You can run this report again and again, repeating the process for as many groups as you like, maybe running 10 keywords for each category of your business. You can use this list that you have created once you have funneled through everything to create content, run ads, use across social media or lead your internal communications since it tells you how your people might be searching for you or your content and the terms that they use. Before you run ads using these keywords, break them up by groups, by location and target audience. Then also by types of search by category, so that you can differentiate types of ads that that person might like to see as separate to others. This is how you'll separate your campaigns and ad groups. If you run ads on any of these keywords through Google, you need to be sure the keyword is also on the page you're linking that specific ad to, or your quality score will be poor and your ad won't show on that keyword, at least not as well as it would if it did have the keyword on your page. Don't get lax just because competition is low. This only tells you what it is now and what it has been historically over the last few months. And you never know when someone will swoop in and take over your keywords, so optimize as much as possible. If someone does come in and has a better ranking than you, you'll need to review your content and the ads, and that might take you a while and not be the most convenient time for you since you'll need to react fast so you don't lose too many clicks. So do it now, even though your competitors maybe aren't there yet. Once you start running these ads, you can analyse how these people interact with the rest of your website through Google Analytics. If you find Google Analytics overwhelming, grab my guide in today's show notes. It'll tell you where to look and how to tell what's working. So you can do more of that and it'll tell you where you're not doing so well so you can improve in those areas too or not concentrate time or money on certain avenues that aren't working. That's all the tips I've got for you for this episode. If you have any questions, ask away in the Digital Hive podcast community. If you're not already in there, you'll find a link in today's show notes. We'd love to see you working on your advertising, so tag us at Honeypot Digital if you post about it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you could rate it and review it. I'll be back here same time next week with a new episode. Bye!